is 744 on WISN. You know, we've been, we've been talking a lot about inflation and the economy and the terrible toll that the Biden presidency is now taking on our retirement accounts and our investments. I referenced an article yesterday in the Wall Street Journal that quoted experts insisting that we haven't hit the bottom yet. And their advice was, don't try to time this market thinking that a bounce back is coming soon. These experts were suggesting that nearly every time the Fed goes on a prolonged effort to raise interest rates, the market recovery only begins after they start to cut the rates again. Other analysts say, oh, forget that. A bull market is only a few months away. So what should we believe? How should we manage our retirement money? Joining me now is WISN's financial advisor and mine, my personal advisor, Jeff Kowal from Kowal Investment Group. He does the retirement show on Saturdays. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning, Jay. I'm well. How are you? Doing real well. Thanks for being on. Let's start with with which projection you believe. Is a market recovery going to wait until the Fed's ease off on, on interest rates sometime next year, or will it start bouncing back after the elections? What do you think? Well, here's the answer. Nobody knows for sure. <laughs> oh, thanks. Um, yeah, you're having you on. We'll talk again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have the ones that are doom and gloom that says NASDAQ is going down another 17%. With those uh, uh, tech-heavy stocks that are in there, a lot of smaller companies are in there. And then there are those giddy that you were referencing that says that the uh, S&P 500 is going to, going to go to 6,000. It's uh, currently at 36, about 36.74. Yeah. So which is right? Nobody knows for sure. What we know is that we're probably in a recession now. Uh, uh, Recession is defined as two consecutive quarters of negative growth. We had um, uh, uh, a negative growth of 1.5% in the first quarter. Um, The Atlanta GDP tracker is now saying we're going to have a gain of 0.9% for the second quarter. I'm not buying it. I think that we're probably going to have negative growth again. Um, We were talking with a bond manager last week that said that Jerome Powell, the head of the Fed, is is slow because he wanted to keep his job. So he kept um, agreeing with the administration that the recession is going to be uh, uh, transitory, the, the inflation is going to be transitory. So he, he was slow to raise interest rates. Um, now they're, I think, doing it more aggressively, and I think that that's probably good. So when does this end? Nobody knows for sure. Be careful what you listen to because a lot of them are selling subscriptions or want to get FaceTime on CNBC or Fox Business. So just stay calm, and you can reference it. Don't sell your life savings at a discount. I mean, with right. the market down, the S&P 500 down 23%, and NASDAQ down 20, uh, 31%. You'd be selling it at a discount, and they usually snap back pretty quickly. Your, your whole job as a retirement planner is to watch market trends over time. I, I can't tell listeners how many times you've talked me off the ledge over the years. So are you advising don't buy the dip yet? Not necessarily. Uh, I think that you can, um, uh, you can invest cautiously. I think that with the market being down now, uh, there are bargains. I would, I would ease back into it. Um, you know, what we're doing is, is rebalancing and, um, you know, so if you were at, you know, with the market down 20%, if you have an asset allocation of 60% in stocks and 40% in fixed, by now it's probably down to 55% stocks, 45% in fixed. I would bring it back up to 60% stocks. I would be buying stocks now, not wholeheartedly, not aggressively, but just get you back to your old asset allocation. That, I think, is uh, makes a lot of sense. Okay. The um, uh, economy is still good. Um, manufacturing and services in the U.S. continue to uh, demonstrate resilience. The main manufacturing index was up. Um, 
the May services index was up as well. And according to one analyst, the inflation issue uh, improved slightly in April. So that's, uh, that's the economy. The markets uh, anticipate where the economy is going. So six to eight months out, um, there's a difference between the economy and the market. And uh, yeah. the stock market anticipates where the economy is going. And, you know, you have a big day like today. It looks like it, uh, it's going to be a positive day in the market. They, you know, they see something at, the, at uh, you know, six or eight months out, uh, whether it's the election or it's the Santa Claus rally, something out in the future um, that's worth investing in. And you're, we are talking about different things here. Sometimes the economy, you know, versus the stock market. Right. Uh, the, these things are linked but not welded together. Inflation and market performance would be another uh, link. Can markets rise even in times of low GDP growth, high inflation, or even stagflation? Yeah, you know, just what we mentioned that there are there are certain sectors of the economy, and there's been a transition um, from um, uh, you know, staying at home, where Target. Uh, uh, pen, uh, the the exercise equipment, um, Peloton. Uh, Amazon, Peloton. There <laughs> yeah. you go. Thank you. Yeah. That stuff was all hot uh, when you were staying at home, and now you're looking at travel and and hotels and things like that that are doing well. So yes, you can still make money in a rising rate environment. We're talking with Jeff Cole of the Cole Investment Group. Uh, meanwhile, you know, you have these other analysts, like the ones at Bank of America, predicting that we'll be back in a bull market within a few months. Uh, what's their prediction on how long a recovery might take? Well, that's a great question. We've seen, we, we go back 100 years, and, and there have been 11 times in the last 100 years that we've had a bear market. A bear market is defined where the S&P 500 falls by more than 20%. So that's a bear market. Bear markets typically last 289 days. That's on average, so that's less than a year. That would take us to October 19th. So they have this all calculated. They, you know, October 19th is the day that we're going to be out of the bear market. Wow. And the average recovery, which is surprising, and most people don't realize that the market recovers. We have a bull market on average for 64 months. So that's more than five years coming out of a bear market. Again, that's why we say be patient and hang in there because uh, you know, the bull market, regardless of who's in there, uh, companies fight like hell to make money. That's what they try to do. All companies do. So if Oil prices are up, shipping costs are up. They're going to raise their prices because they have responsibility to the shareholders to make money. So you can't make money uh, in uh, this kind of market and anticipate that it will recover. That's why I said it might make sense to start you know, readjusting your portfolio now. Yeah, Bank of America, I have a piece in front of me here that says Bank of America says the average bull market lasts 64 months, as you said, with a 198% return. So they would say the next bull sees the S&P 500 at about 6,000 by February 28th. It's about 25% higher than it is now. So retirees yeah. don't do anything stupid and panicky and withdraw your money now. That's yeah, I think that's more than 25%, but you're right. Yeah. You, you don't want to miss out on that. And you miss out on some of the – by pulling your money out of the market, you have to be right twice. You have to be right at the top of the market, and you have to be right at the bottom of the market to get back in. And nobody does that. So time in the market is very difficult to do, ne almost never works. So that's why we like the asset allocation and maybe readjust your, your allocation of stocks and bonds. But don't bail on the market completely because you miss out on good days. I'm glad you're calling me out of my bad math as well. Uh, we're talking with Jeff Cole. So <laughs> – 
<laughs> you know, here's here's I'm sure you've been listening to the show. What complicates predictions and projections for me this time is that there are so many other variables that I don't see changing or getting better better anytime soon, such as you know, a hundred and ten dollar oil prices, $5 a gallon gasoline, global commodity shortages, raw material shortages. This inflation isn't going to ease anytime soon, does it? Everybody thinks that it's this, yeah, but this time it's different. And we've had, when you look at some of the things we've had to face in the past, and everybody said, yeah, but this is different and we're not going to come out of it. Great Depression, World War II, Korean War, the tech bubble in 2000, the housing bubble in 2008. Um, You know, if you were looking at that housing bubble in 2008, um, you know, did you own a home at that time and how bad did you feel when you saw the real estate price drop in 2008? Mm -hmm. So if you didn't sell your home then, you you didn't lose any money and now you're selling it at above asking price. Um, So I... I think that it makes sense that this time isn't different. Yeah, there are some different challenges like inflation. And I think you alluded to it. Nobody has confidence in this administration. In the last administration, we had lower uh, regulations, fewer regulations, lower taxes, all the types of things that would make the economy bounce back very quickly. Not a lot of confidence that anybody in there knows what they're doing with it. And that's why you think it may last a little bit longer. So, but, I mean, if we have a listener that's lucky enough to have a little chunk of cash to invest right now, would you advise them to hold on to it, just keep it in the bank account, wait for an obvious bottom, invest it in safer, low-yield funds? I mean, you're talking about reallocating assets here. How would you handle it? Well, I think there are two. There are actually three. That if you're in a 401K and you're two or three years away from retirement, Again, everybody is different. I'll, let me answer your question first. If you had a chunk of money right now, I'd invest a good part of it right now, for maybe 40% of it now, now. And then I would dollar cost average a little bit each month for the next three to six months. So you take advantage of the potential volatility. So you're right either way. If the market goes up and everybody's wrong and market, so you have 40% of your money in, mm-hmm. if you're, so you were right. If you're wrong, and the market starts to go down, you're, you have more money and you're buying at a discount going up, going forward. So I would be cautious and probably put it in over the next three to six months. Okay. And if you're already retired and you're, and you're sweating things now? <laughs> Actually, it's a little counterintuitive, but you should be rebalancing. Like I mentioned, if, you're at, okay. if your goal is 60-40 or 65-35, get back to that allocation. Buy stocks to get back up within the next 90 days. It doesn't have to be today, but within the next 90 days. And then in your, if, if you have a 401k and you're two or three years away from retirement, again, everybody's different. But for ongoing contributions, I would invest aggressively, 70% or more in stocks, because you're buying at a discount. And if you have the opportunity, put it into a Roth 401k. You will call me three years from now and thank me for that. Because <laughs> all that growth in your 401k, the Roth 401k will be tax-free. Yeah. So not only are you buying at a lower, lower rate now, all that growth will be tax-free in your Roth 401k. All right. Well, all good advice, and thanks for being on the show this morning. I appreciate it. Oh, it's fun. <laughs> Jeff Kowal of, of Kowal Investments. You can find them at thekowalway.com. It's K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. I know many of you listen to a Saturday show here on WISN as well. It is 7.56 on WISN. Rapid traffic on News Talk 1130 WISN. From the place you want to go, Lynch McQuarrie.